This episode is brought to you by Tabletop Dominion, purveyors of handmade dice and artisan gaming accessories. Why not head over to tabletopdominion.com and use the code BELLOW to enjoy 10% off your order. Who knows, maybe you will find your very own blue dice of power. Hello and welcome to the Billowing Hilltop podcast. Another longish episode this week. If I had the time, I would talk about how we love ratings and reviews, and I would talk about how you can find us on social media at Billowing Hilltop, on Twix and at Billowing Hilltop, on Instagram and on Threads and on Blue Sky, and you can find us on Facebook, but I don't have time. I have to push on with episode 159 of the Billowing Hilltop podcast. Michael, you've got a lot to answer for. Don't know where we are, what we're doing, or what we've got to in the story. I'll just have There's to no fighting anyway, apparently. Fighting? Yeah, Johnny's feeling sleepy, and he also doesn't really want to be here because his understanding is that this session is all role-playing, no. which it huh. will be. Anyway, good evening, everyone. Hello. Good evening. Hello. I'm here with the usual. Apart <laughs> from there's no Graham. No Graham. What are we going to do? I don't know. We're just going to have we to hope that nothing comes up that involves knowing any rules or making any sensible decisions. And as long yes. as that doesn't happen, we'll be fine. Disadvantage we'll on be all fine. wisdom saves. Can anybody remember where we left stuff? Oh, I tell you what we need to do. We need to do Burple's levelling up because Dan was yes. there last time. Oh, yeah. Yes. Did we Dan, didn't notice Dan wasn't there, did we? So we're going to have gross bard, are we? Yep. Absolutely <laughs> gross. Go on, what can you do? Brilliant. Johnny. Brilliant. Johnny, next time <laughs> we play a new campaign and oh, you don't Aslan. a bard, then... Tell us about your character. <laughs> there will be questions. <laughs> so Burple gets another uh, couple of spells. Yes. Just to choose. So this is uh, this is called Magical Secrets, which he's had a couple. Basically, the problem with Burple is all his spells are concentration. And so I never end up using them. So I was looking specifically for spells that are concentration and spells that mean gotcha. I can stay in combat a bit longer. Because with my hill giant strength, and my swords, I can now gross, do some proper damage in <laughs> combat, but my armor class was 17, so that's a bit crap. So I took Shield, which is a first level spell, which I can cast as a reaction, which adds plus five to my armor class. And I took Mirror Image, which is not concentration, yes. so it gives me yes. a, an extra defensive capability. Really so hopefully that means I can stand in combat a bit longer. And then I swapped right. out, I can't remember what I swapped out. I swapped out another concentration spell for Fireball. So I now have Fireball. Because, I, you know, offensively, yep. I wasn't very good. Yep. I didn't think, you know, with the, the area of effect spell, apart from Synaptic Static. Which is a great spell. It is a great spell, but it's 8d6. And I can only cast it at 5th level. And a Fireball is 3rd level and is also 8d6. Yeah. So Synaptic Static has other things. but Well, still. it has intelligence. It's an intelligence save, which is true, which makes it. Yeah, but I've still got it. Yeah. So, you know, it just gives me more kind of rangey type options. Yeah. And that's it, really. Oh, I get I get one other power. It I get one other feature. Your dynamic is, range. That's right. Yes, it does. Considerably. More versatile. Do you think? Do you think that's what's going oh, on yes. there? Oh, yes. I got another power. I think the one I got was Shadow Law, uh, which is a sort of charm effect. Tell us about it. Well... Once per long rest as an action, you can whisper a phrase that one creature that shares a language and can hear you within 30 feet can hear. The target must make a wisdom save DC 17. If it fails, the target is charmed yes. by you for the next eight hours or until you or your allies oh. attack it, damage it, or force it to make a saving throw. And, uh, and okay, when the, so when, the effect, friendly. when the effect ends, the creature has no understanding of why it held you in such fear, which might be useful at the ball. May well be. If you live that long. Um, I haven't got any emails. Not even any expletives. About... Well, maybe we can dig into Paul's capacious sack a little bit later and see if we can find anything disgusting. But uh, not for <laughs> now. What about questions? So where we left things, we aren't going to do a recap. We're just going to say that you're in upstairs in Scaly's room at the Deluxury. Yes. Midnight has arrived. The orrery has started to kind of whir and chatter and then become increasingly insubstantial. The room has darkened and seemed to expand. The Tonge system has sprung into animated life around you. Tonge, the sun, the great eye, has spoken. 
I am the I am eye that all doth see. Mortal, ask me now your questions three. This is when we really need Graham. Yeah. You've been discussing questions. I also asked the readership whether or not they had any questions. <laughs> oh, yeah. Oh, right. Oh, yeah, oh, we had great. a couple. They just don't seem to come up on Twitter, this stuff, in my timeline. No, because Twitter uh, is Twix, as Musk. we're now calling it, because we've got to <laughs> yeah. settle in the middle somewhere. Yeah. People are kind of abandoning Twix. We're on Blue Sky, which is very like Twix, and we're on Threads, which is Should not... I move to Blue Sky? Uh, you need an invite to join. Uh. We got one, of course, because we are the world's number one Belgian <laughs> games podcast. I think you're kind of mangling the sats a little bit there. Well, okay, we were once number one in the Belgian charts yes, for about but we're not, two days. By any standard, we're not really Belgian. I'm not sure. I, I know someone from Belgium. Says Belgium. Do you think it's there them? There you go, Johnny. Uh, there sorry, we are. Dan. So we're, we are Belgian. <laughs> knows the sound of Dan eating his words. That's me told. Johnny knows okay. somebody from Belgium. But they live that in the UK. They live in the UK. Belgique. <laughs> yeah, well, otherwise, how would the connection work? Are we I mean, Flemish or are we Belgian? Are we Walloon? That's what I want to know. Anyway, we got a couple of questions. The questions we got from Ed, uh, Paul. Paul, wait, oh, right. Paul, Paul. I'm here. We got, how far in recorded minutes of content are you off book? Oh, so these oh, are questions that do with you uh, doing whatever. And I, Ed, I don't know. Weeks, weeks and weeks. We might so get back book. into the actual published adventure at some point this evening. There's a chance. The other one was, can you ID the exact moment that Mike lost his mind. <laughs> <laughs> yes, I can. It was... Yeah, it's not for me to answer. <laughs> it was around about the third year, so we would have been about 14. 1980. 1980. And yeah. it's never been the yeah. same since. Yeah. It's really sad, actually, because he used to be quite nice. I was quite nice as a boy, and then <sighs> my bollocks dropped and I saw the thing in the cupboard. And ever since then... <laughs> oh. <laughs> I've been a bit iffy. Anyway, on we go. Your questions. What have you got? You've got three questions, in it. So, um, oh God, we did have a bit of a discussion about this. Well, one question I, I placed, and Graham actually thumbs up it. That's what and she so said. I think that's a definite one. Yeah. The questions that we proposed were, when is the 10th planet due to materialize? Where can we find the components to extend the orrery to track the 10th planet? What will happen when the 10th planet appears? What is Mother Maggot's weakness? Can mm -hmm. we trust Hesty? Can we trust Marcus Doombringer? Those are Can the sort I... of questions that were suggested during the week. Maggot weakness. I'm just keeping a note of these just in case. Okay. Can I throw in another suggestion? I'm presuming that we do this before 12 o'clock. I think that, I mean, bearing in mind we have the, the ball, we don't know. I'm going to expose my ignorance here. I can't remember his name. Lord, what's his face? We Zeech. don't know his Zeech, Thank you. We don't know Zeech's allegiance, right? So um, we've got a kind of inkling because Zeech has been harboring. Um, it's been kind of a training ground for the Ebon Triad. This this locality, Frostanger, has been a training ground and a kind of a feeder towards the Ebon Triad. So we've got a kind of a good idea, even if he may not be actively involved, he's passively involved. What tactical or is strategic that, that advantage right? will that give us, knowing that? Sorry, my sorry. My understanding is the opposite, that he has... That the worshippers of the triad gods are kind of banned from Frostanger. Isn't that correct? <laughs> no? I can't remember. Do you want me to just yes, um, fact check? Yeah, yes. go on. Yes and no. You've got the three gods. You've got uh, Ban Shivu. Yeah. You've got Asmodee. And you've got the Grey Woodsman. Those are the three religions that the... Ebon Triad are a corruption, a heresy from. Zeech actively promotes those three religions and actively persecutes the members of the Ebon Triad. You've seen them actually being hung in the market square and hung up on gibbets on Traitor's Island. Yeah. That's where you went to found Ilthane's lair and all of that. Yeah. Your understanding is that he persecutes the heretics of the Ebon, Ebon Triad, but promotes the individual religions. Yeah, so the, the Great Temple of Banshivu and the Temple of the Grey Woodsman are the two chief religious centres in Frostanger. Right. I think the thing to be clear is that the Ebon Triad is a separate and kind of thing in its own right. It's not just a an umbrella of the three. It is a separate thing. It's a bastardisation of the three. 
and the, the, those three are right, it's heretics. It's, it's, it's separatists yeah. from those main religions. Sure, but, but it is the Ebon triad that is trying to bring about the Age of Worms. Yes. Right? I think it's a smoke screen for the uh, Age Thank of Worms, you, Johnny. Isn't it? It's a smoke screen. But it looks like there may be some kind of chicanery going on here, and that really it's just a front for worshippers of Chios who are trying to kind of co-opt the easily swayed, the easily right, influenced. Okay. Something like that. Right, but to come back to my original point, and thank you for clarifying, is that, that Zeech doesn't seem to be aligned with the worshippers of Chios in that in that regard. No. Because he's persecuting those in the Ebon Triad. Now, that could also be a smokescreen. So that's why I suggested at the beginning we don't actually know what Zeech's alliance is, right? Or am I, am I misunderstanding? Um, oh, you I, might be right. I agree with you. Strict, evil, I think, strictly speaking, you're right. Yeah, strictly speaking, so, I so think you're one, right. But my, my question suggestion was to ask: Is he trying to bring about the Age of Worms? No, I don't think so. Okay. I mean, my simple question is: What's going to take longer, a magic discussion or this? Um, um, <laughs> well, that's up to you. I have three. I have three suggestions. Come here, we go. Suggestion one is: I want the components. Yeah, I, I like that. Suggestion two: I think that. Johnny's question about Mother Maggot's weaknesses is a good one because I have I the feeling we are going to meet this woman again. And the third question, and I think that's basically where Dan is going, would be something that gives us something useful for the ball tonight. Yeah. Some information that would give us a pointer so that we know who to communicate with, who to be wary of, maybe find out, give us some kind of pointer in the direction of, you know, some help getting through this ball this evening presumably there's going to be some events i wouldn't be surprised so yeah what do we want out of the ball i mean there's no yeah i think mike's hinted there isn't going to be a combat it's not going to be like the ugustasa thing i don't know he said there's but it's a convergence of the session you don't know why you're going yes really we don't yeah but it's a convergence of something isn't it according to the orrery is that right the no, the board is just basically know, for Zeech. Isn't it happening on a convergence conver- point? Well, the convergence point is the reason why the orrery is giving us three questions. Yeah. This is when Mike sits um, back and goes, thank God I didn't do any planning for this session. Yeah. <laughs> no, this is where Mike lost his mind. We found it. <laughs> <laughs> okay, there's a couple of things. We found his so mind. Friend, guide, storyteller. The yeah. entire reason that you are here was to follow the trail of Rabadabadass. Yes. Of the yes. Rubadubadob. Oh, you know him? No. No. Uh. Actually, yes. He oh, actually, you do. I mentioned in a note that he yeah. had made contact with somebody called Lashona. Yeah. Yes. Who, is, who you've been trying be to reach. And we know she's despite all there. your efforts to arrange a meeting where you have been unsuccessful but have been steered towards this party whereby you may actually be able to meet her ah uh, ah I think we, I think we forgot was... that <laughs> I know you forgot so let's go to the party meet Lashona and then have a fight lovely god for that so as I said my third question readers you knew this to, so, yeah of course yeah. the readers the readers know all this we only get the recaps you get the original things so as, as they said, happen as well. Yeah. It's not well, should we ask and, a you know, question about we, Lashona? Well, I wasn't there. We have a, you know. Should we ask a question um, about Lashona? Yeah, well, as I said, now I I've remembered something to do with the ball that would help us this evening. I'm going to tell you something now that may steer your question selection that's been covered before, but we've not touched on in this instance, which is that you're going to get an answer. You're going to get a one-word answer. Mm-hmm. It's a little bit more advanced than commune or whatever it is that the other spell that you cast. It's going to be along the lines of reading from the text of the spell that this uh, opportunity is based on. Yes, no, maybe, never, irrelevant or unclear. Obviously, it's a little bit more flexible than that, but those are example options. If you asked about the whereabouts of something, would you get a place name? It wouldn't have to be like no, a sentence. I would have thought. Would you get like the I word don't think so. Frostanger? Or... So yes, no answers generally. Okay, so that completely... If a one-word answer would be misleading, the GM might instead offer a short phrase as an answer. Ah. And I will obviously be gentle with you. Also, this is not George Perrett's QC forensic AC. legal language that we're looking for. If you give me the general sense of a question, I'm not going to unpick it or try and misinterpret it deliberately or do anything clever. Okay. So, 
Lucas, you're proposing question one is where are the missing bits of the orrery? Yes. Why do you want the missing bits of the orrery? Because the missing bits of the orrery will... So what you missed from last week is that last week we discovered that the orrery can be extended to indicate the position of a possible 10th planet. Yeah, the mythical 10th planet. The mythical 10th planet. And when Johnny was trapped... He, he went around with Cheeseman's eyes. He yeah. saw that there was obviously some kind of diagram that was part of the intention was showing that Kios was something to do with the 10th planet. And in the room with the green room with the skull and everything, where the uh, choir boy came from, that was quite obviously some kind of diagram or scribblings or whatever that somebody was trying to calculate the position of the 10th planet. Uh, if we were able to extend the orrery yeah. to to basically indicate where the 10th planet is, what kind of alignments are coming up, there's obviously something to do with this 10th planet, to do with Chaos and um, to do with the worms, because obviously the, the wormy people are trying to find this information out. So knowing this would be good. Yes, but what, how would it so, benefit us? Well, so I don't, benefit- I don't want to be difficult, but it seems to me that they want to know where that is so that they can bring about the age of worms, right? So it's relevant to them. Well, so we, for, for us- instance, need to know if is this, is this alignment. So the other thing was, when a very interesting thing is that, and Graham, who is not here with us, but should take the credit for, is suggested, what if the 10th planet was a comet? Which was one thing we thought. Now, whether or not this is actually Mike's thought this out in advance, <laughs> and he's going, oh, no, that's a great idea. I'll plan that into the story. But of course, if, you know, it what could think, be Lucas? that the 10th planet is actually a comet or something, and there's going to be, you know, there's going to be some conjunction of the 10th planet or the comet or something like that. And if we know when that is, then essentially we have a certain amount of power that all these kiosk people don't. Because I assume that what all these Kios people are trying to do is they're trying to find out when is the 10th planet going to appear in the sky or be a conjunction or some event involving the 10th planet, which gives them the ability to presumably focus some power in some way to bring about the Age of Worms. And obviously, knowing when that is will put us in a position to be able to plan ahead in order to stop that. Well, the the orrery... The Ori doesn't the seem to be able to t- give us that much in the future. Yes, and it can. You can wind the Ori forward as much as you want. But it seems to whole- be warning us even if it doesn't have the extra bits for the tenth planet. So the Ori has two functions. The first function is this magical function that basically means whenever there is an alignment and the Ori lines up because there's an actual conjunction, we effectively get a commune spell for free. That's the first function. The second uh-huh. function of the Ori is it's a predictive engine. So what you can do with the orrery is you can basically wind it forward and see when will be the next conjunction, which is what we did in this case, is how we've known for weeks in advance that the orrery was going to give us the next commune on the eve of Zeech's ball. And as soon as this has happened, I can basically wind it on and Mike will effectively say, be able to tell us that the next conjunction will be on the whatever day of when, and then we'll know that we can get a commune on that day. And that's I, I, that's the more, function. It's, it's much more systematic function. than that, Lucas. Yeah. Yeah. You give the impression that the calendar is just improvised as we go along. Well, of course. but I don't want to get hung up on this, right? Insulting. So I will make this last point. I don't see how it benefits us to know about these things because they're going to happen anyway. Just like we kind of knew without needing the orrery that Zeech's ball is good, was a conjunction was a, an important event just like we knew that things would come yeah, to but a crescendo we knew about at the Zeech's end of ball the... because it's like people got invites to it imagine if some of these kiosk people right down where we just basically got the uh the research points we've buggered off now but they're going to carry on researching and imagine if they basically worked out that the conjunction of the 10th planet is going yeah. to be in 15 days right, right? then they will now be preparing for in 15 days. And we still haven't got a clue. If we know that in 15 days' time, effectively, you're talking like, you know, Independence Day-type wormy goodness is going to come, then surely that information, mass hysteria, whatever, then surely that means that we know how much time we've got to prepare for that. You know, if it's three months in advance, that gives us a different perspective, right? 
I think you do actually know when the next conjunction is after this one because I think you've wound the horror yes, forward. But we don't far know. To know. But that's so on the third of ape shit. Yes, but that is a conjunction Marks of Satnav. But it's got nothing to do with the Yeah, it's got Yeah, nothing. got it. It's only you can only tell you about the planets you've got in the Aurora right. and you don't have your if your Just scary for potential mythical tenth planet yes. on the orrery. Just yep. for clarity, I don't disagree with mm-hmm. you, Lucas. I'm not disagreeing with you. I'm just right. saying it's not a nailed on. This is the most important thing that we need to know about playing devil's oh, advocate. No, and saying it does, mean, how, what does it actually get us? I totally agree. We can go off and search and whatever, and you know, we can go and see about Hesty because what we discovered is we weren't entirely sure whether Hesty gave us all the bits back from when he repaired the orrery. So it's quite possible that Hesty still has these bits. There's a lot of leaks so, there. There's there's a lot of sort of assumption built into all of that. I don't disagree with you, and I'm happy to go with it if that's what you think we should do. We've had an email from Kate. Um, yes. Breeder Kate just says, fuck. <laughs> so, there you go. Thanks. Um, We've also had an email from Shannon in Canada. Yeah. Single word beaver. <laughs> beaver. Oh, Beaver's good. good. It's, a, yeah, beaver. it's not too bad. Yeah. Not too bad. Not bad. Okay. You know, they all go in, they're all going the in the hats for so the... Far. <laughs> They're all going in the hat for the competition. That's all I'm saying. Okay. Mm. So, uh, I think what, we should try your... and, you know, let's, let's just come up with some questions. Yeah. Well, what, what was your okay. second question? Give, so, give that, your first question was what? So, the first question is, where can we find components to extend the orrery? Okay. So, that won't work. Where, what about rephrasing that question? Um, I mean, Mike said one word answer. I mean, yeah. I was assuming a one, one word answer would could be even star. Diamond Lake, well, okay, that's two, but you know what I mean. A, a place name, that's not I can a... give you a phrase. I just don't know whether or not the spirit of the thing is... Um... Yes or no answers, isn't it? No, he's Let me read you the thing word, again. Just but a place name answers. like even I'm stars, read you the thing. Uh, you must ask your questions before the spell ends. I'm not going to tell you what the spell is. <laughs> the GM answers each question with one word, such as... So it doesn't rule out this, but okay. I think this gives you a sense of the kind of thing that you're going to get. Yes, no, maybe, never, irrelevant or unclear if the entity doesn't know the answer to the question. If a one-word answer would be misleading, the GM might instead offer a short phrase as an answer. I would infer from those examples mm. that yeah, okay. 14, the cuttings, Frostanger, is not going to come up as no. a as an answer. Nor would Frostanger, I would, say, yeah. I would argue. Yeah, okay, I agree. Yeah. So, yeah. so <sighs> I, I would suggest you would need to ask something yeah. a lot more tight, like, does Hesty have the other bits? Yeah, something like that. But yeah, or you know, does if he Hesty doesn't... know the whereabouts of the components to extend the aura, so that we know we can find Hesty and find out? And then the second question could be, where's yeah, where is Hesty? So the no. second question um, we wanted to ask was something about Mother Maggot, but then again, well, that's also I... under the same banner. What's Mother Maggot's yeah. weakness wouldn't work either. So we'd need to ask something along the lines of. Does somebody who we know... Is she afraid of spiders? Yeah. Or does somebody who we know, who we could ask in the next six hours or something, or we would be in, I don't know, somebody who we can speak to know about Mother Maggot? Something <laughs> I, I think one of the, the things with this whole Again, adventure I'm gonna is... Be, I'm going to be very, yeah, very lawyer, relaxed yeah, about yeah. your phrasing. That's, that's not. A, I think one of the things about this whole adventure is you don't know who to trust. You don't know who's, who's on what, which side... You know, Zeech kind of, or Marcus exactly Doomringer kind of or Hesty. Yeah. Now we can we can ask them yes or well, no questions my, about the word. We can suggestion. trust them or not. Yeah. Yeah. My suggestion was going to be, does Zeech wish us ill? Okay, I'm happy with that. Does Zeech know about us? I'm sure he does. I'd like to get to the bottom of whether well, Marcus or Hesty like, are does, trustworthy. Does Zeech see us as a danger or something? My instinct is to ask questions about the ball since it's about the conjunction. So yeah. last time it was about the Augustaster, and this time it's something else so can we yeah, trust no, I'm happy uh, to do it. So, let me put it this way i would definitely like to have the first question about finding out if we can ask somebody like hesty where the components are to extend the orrery right and the second two questions i think that's fine if we uh, sure. focus them entirely on the ball what about something like are we being set up yeah bye but then are we walking into a trap that, that those sorts of yeah it's sorts yeah of questions I, I think we kind of know that don't we already well, it could oh. be just the ball. It's just basically going to be a ball, and then we. As far as you know, we're aware, it's just question. a ball. Well, it's mainly Lashana. What's the Lashana question? Well, do we trust her? Can we trust what she says? Is she on our side? Is she 
helping that's bring out a, the age of worms. That's actually possibly more useful than the Zeech question. Okay, well, let's, so, yeah, should we do I that? Think I could go with that. So let's do Lucas's. So, um, Hesty got the components. Lashana, whatever. Question three. When is the conjunction? The conjunction is now. During the ball. No, the conjunction is right now. Oh, okay. That's why the orrery is spinning and giving us the commute. Yeah, but we got but it's, we got but the it's questions just a before. conjunction of two. Yeah, because we it's knew imminent. when it was going to happen. It's imminent. How long this till the ball? When are we? Right? It's tomorrow, okay, so isn't it? It's Sunday the 19th of Fart. Yeah. The ball is tomorrow, Asbaday the 20th of Fart. And yeah. when we last had the questions, was that the day before? It was the day before. Yeah, it's at 12 o'clock. So the thing yes. is, yes. is that we're, having this, right. so we're having the conversation discussion about what questions to ask. An hour before midnight, we're having this conversation, right? We've gone off into our room. Right. So that nobody else can see that the orrery is about to conjunct because when it happens, the whole room basically lights up yeah. and it you yeah. know, gets infused with light. So at 12 o'clock... Can we trust Lashana? Your what, question yeah. about the 10th planet and the orrery. Yeah. And then the third question is, are we walking into I think a the Zeech question um, would be sensible, actually. Is Cuthbert linked to the Age of Worms? He's interwoven within the story. Yes. There's something about Cuthbert, isn't there? Do we It's not just the gangster thing. There do always we was think Does Cuthbert want to bring about the Age of Worms? Yes, yeah. Does Cuthbert want to bring around the Age of Worms? Yeah. Uh okay. I have heard a previous episode when he was emphatically saying not, but you know Well of course you believe, I don't know I mean, believe him there. I think Cuthbert he did he did no, explain that he did say there is absolutely no reason why he would want to bring and he kind of was like of course yeah, the only reason we would think that is because he's part of the prophecy but that prophecy is yeah. not necessarily integral i i think that's a mistake that that type of question and so so is the entire party uh, part of okay. the prophecy yes. well paul why don't you think of a, a, a the third answer right, true you're correct there yeah okay so i think i'm so far in great agreement with everybody too late to text graham too late <laughs> to text graham give me the first two questions again so the first question is uh, a question which would be along does the lines Hestie of know does where Hestie the, know how to get yeah. the 10th the, uh, the missing yeah. bits of the orrery the yeah. missing bits yeah okay or rather maybe maybe better than Hestie would be to ask if Marcus Doonbringer knows because we will see Marcus Doonbringer probably we don't actually mm, know where Marcus Hestie is at the moment well but Hestie can maybe maybe we keep the third it, question depending on the answers we get to the first two. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah but then yeah, we've yeah. got to be very quick because Mike's not going to give us any we need to have them prepared because Mike's not going to give us any time to have a long conversation as soon as we effectively say well, we're if back Marcus to doesn't know, does Hesty know? I mean, it could be something like that. Yeah, but I well, would, then we need I to be think it's ready be to say we're going to... Can we trust Marcus yeah, but, Doombringer? But we can say that if if it's if Hesty does I, know where they are, then we can we could actually just ask where they are. No, just but so we've just established that, that we won't you be able get to yes, no answer, get then. that answer. That's not uh, in keeping with a sort of yes, no, maybe irrelevant mm, answer. But he did also not say we might a short phrase he could give you. But that was I only think we're if over, that. Mm, I think we're overthinking this. Personally. I think so too. I think. Can we trust Marcus Doombringer? No, no, I don't think that question. I think is he, does each. Are we, are we walking into a trap? I think. Yeah. Okay. okay with yeah. Z, what? Well, we're, kind of are know we that, walking into we? a trap with what? At how the ball? Do you, how do you know that? What do you mean? Well, yeah, it's, we kind of know that. I, well, we, we do. Oh, it's always going to be one. a trap. <laughs> no, okay. <laughs> so it's, it's slightly metagaming there. Does each wish us ill? Yeah, I'd, I'd go for that, actually. I'd be, does he I'd know be about okay. us, though? Well, then the he does know, going to be He no. does know about us from when we got off the submarine. Of course he knows about us. When we More. got off the submarine, he knew, he knew about us because, through, because of the angels. Yes. Well, we've, been, we've been doing stuff around his city. High-level yeah. guys splashing the cash. We haven't exactly been quiet, and it's his city. You think he wouldn't be aware of us? Why doesn't he send a city guard after us or something? Whilst you guys went shopping, Scaly, when he was on his own, discovered that one of the angels had been. There'd been some people. I don't know whether the angels. Can't remember if it was angels or the guard who had been paying attention, being watched to some degree. So I would say yes. Zeech does know we're around. Got our three questions then. Go on, let's do it. Let's do it. Mike, Lucas is going to ask the first question. No, Hit me. Lucas. So the first question I've written down is, does Hestie know how to find the missing components of the orrery? 
Question two, does Lashana... Let's do one at a time. One at a time. One at a time. Yep. No. 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 Right. Question okay. two. Lashana. What about Lashana? Can we trust Lashana? Uh, <laughs> Don't clear. say I'm Not entirely. entirely. Okay. And do we agree to each wish us ill? Yeah. Oh, I don't know. Okay. All right. What? What, what else? I. Can we elaborate the not entirely? Do you think we could ask if Lashona works is working? For... You can have a quick chat between yourselves as the Great Eye of Tonge awaits your third question, but it's got to be brief. Do we want to yeah. check her alignment or whether she's working with Zeech or whether she's part of the Ebon Triad? These are all kind of yes/no questions. Could but, say something but, like, is Lashana working for the Age of Worms? If she was, is then she surely the answer would be no. Mm, true. Yeah. I how, how mm. do we, how do I, we... I think this whole thing is about we are trying to stop the Age of Worms, but we're actually bringing it about. I think that's the, the underlying theme, isn't it? Like I said, brief, 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 yeah. please. So I, I, that's why this is an ambiguous question, question from her, because she's trying to... All right, let's go for the question. question. Okay. Question three. Does, does each wish us ill? ill? Yeah. Does each wish us ill? Yeah. Not, not, not yet. yet. Not and yet. the sun diminishes and winks out. Uh, well, that, that only took under an hour. Just. Tonge system collapses and light returns to the room. The right. room returns to its normal dimensions. Uh, so and the aura seems to return to a physical form. And it's ticking away and looking excited. What I'm getting from that is that Zeech has basically I got some plan. Go We're not really particularly relevant to that plan. But if we interfere with that plan, then we immediately put ourselves at loggerheads. I think that's the likely scenario. And, of course, as is always, once I asked the question and you gave me the answer, I realised now what I should have asked, which is... What's the difference between a duck? Can Isenfen help me extend the orrery? I... It's midnight on yeah. Sunday, the 19th of Fart. You've got until you understand it from your invitation, two hours before sundown tomorrow. Sunset is at about, let's say, 6.37. So I haven't got my astro woobly calendar of frosting up <laughs> handy. Calculator. You've got the rest of the night and most of tomorrow to potentially, for example, ask questions around town to flesh out the answers that you've got from that or to find out more about what the party's going to be going doing or I don't know oh, we'll have a night whatever you've got we'll to have a night's rest do what you want to do you're, you're fully rested anyway but yeah well I apparently have used a, heli- a teleport yes. you did we I should yes we back. should go do a long rest I think you all book rooms in the oh I promised to get you the cost of um, all of this yeah. stuff do you know what I didn't <laughs> yeah you didn't so it's all free but I can find you the cost of these Thank things ah oh, it's alright don't worry about it mate and it's basically, it's tomorrow that the rare items... Nope. No, that's after the ball. It's, it's after the, the ball. Monday yes, after moon the ball. day. It's Monday, so two days. Not day after tomorrow. Moon day. Day after Moon tomorrow. day. The day after. The day after tomorrow. Maybe I should reconfigure my spells that I learned to role-playing ones. You bought lunch <laughs> for yourselves. There were five of you. And Bacross and Vajus. Bacross! And all of Bacross's goons yeah. who he brought along with him, it's 50 gold pieces a head. 650 gold pieces. Okay. Lovely. That bought you an authority point. Yes. Or rather, restored an authority point. Yeah. You're also all staying at the Deluxury for a night only. Yeah. Scaly, you've already paid for your night. But um, the rest of you, is four of you, it runs between 100 and 1,000 gold pieces. You're staying up in the top floor, which is the cheapest floor. So I'm going to charge you each 100 gold pieces for tonight. And I also want to keep our room free at the at the other place. That's fine. Yeah. You're paid, paid to the through. end of the week because yes. you dealt with the unfortunate incident. Yeah. I'm hiding my sword in the portable hole. You already hid your yeah. sword or axe? My, my axe, sorry. So it looks like a handkerchief. Anybody else want to put their weapon in my portable hole? That's yeah, I'll what put my she two said. swords. <laughs> Shall I just write that on my carrot sheet? Loaned to Buggy? You just walk into these things, Johnny. (laughs) I will put my swords in Buggy's portable hole. So loan to Buggy. What's the capacity of the portable hole? And can you actually keep stuff in one? Oh, ages. It's like 10 foot deep hole. Is it? Really? Yeah. 
Because they're going to search bags of holding, aren't they? That was your assumption. It creates an extra dimensional hole 10 feet deep. Cylindrical space yeah. in the hole exists on a different plane. So yeah, I think works. they're very unlikely to search that, whereas they're probably looking bags of holding. I'm thinking about basically leaving my weapons up in the room. Mm-hmm. I think that my calculation is they're as, as safe in the portable hole as they are back up in the room. And um, I don't really need the weapons because I can cast mm-hmm. spells, but having them to hand is probably more useful. So that was my thinking. We can wear our plate mail and armor and stuff like that, can't we? As long as, long as it's sufficiently burnished, Sessions has asked for his breastplate to be polished. Yes, I'd like mine to be. Yes, may as well do that. I think he asked if there was somewhere, I don't think we got into the detail of it, to be polished, but Jones is the the place to get armour looked at. Jones. Where? Jones? Yeah, Jones Armour Trading. That's the... <laughs> the <laughs> fucking <laughs> town. <laughs> Sorry, but... Very hey, good. It. Very good. <laughs> is the place in town where you can get your armour <laughs> burnished. Chat on that one. <laughs> oh, that's very good. <laughs> well, but, I am easily pleased. I've had the last whole fucking hour to sit here and <laughs> sorry, think of that. Genius. The next morning dawns dark, cold, and snowy. You can hear trumpets sound across the city. You can hear drums and horns and bells from every place of worship, cathedral and church, announcing that the day with a capital D of great with a capital G, rejoicing with a capital R has arrived and the streets throng with happy smiling faces the locals cheer and rejoice babies are held aloft it's an odd bit of description patriotic songs about the divine mercy of zeech are sung at every corner you are in the deluxury what do you want to do what do you want to do I perceive all of this conversation around hiding stuff in portable holes. You've not done this stuff yet. You're, this is this is your. Well, pre- I'm donning yeah. my uh, posh clothes with my buffed up armor. Are you going back to hair by function? Get a reperm. Yeah. restored. Lovely. Yeah. There's a big queue because it's the day of the party. But hey. And uh, some sort of perfumes. I'll put yeah. Well, I think the stronger the better. I suspect with buggy. Mm. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. You just you know you can't polish a turd. Febreze. Pour on. <laughs> what about what about the rest of you? Standard stuff. I'm for sessions. I'm just going to yeah. say that he has bound the twigs of his broom so that he can do the right. Gandalf. Would you deny an old man his staff act? He's wearing his breastplate. He's not really got a weapon, so to speak. Of Scaly, what's the deal? You've got your concealed dagger that you've picked up from Eomandy's um, Wonders. Yes positioned discreetly. What's the, what's the name of the bit of the armour that goes over your forearm? Can anybody remember what it's called? There's like the van brace. Grieve, Grieve is in the leg, isn't it? Anyway, yeah. whatever. Is it? Braces. Van brace is the thing that sits over the shoulder. What's the thing? Which that, bit were you asking for? The, bit, the forearm. Is it Grieve? What's a cuirass? Other than... I don't know. <laughs> it's just words. Yeah, it's braces. Should we Google it, man? Should we Google it? Google it, man. Arm yeah. guard. That's not really helpful. <laughs> That's not very useful. Van braces, avant bras, sometimes known braces. as lower cannons or forearm guards. Anyway, that is where your dagger secretes itself. Yep, highly polished Parker, armor. Parker, you don't have Ashtray. armor, but you've got your magical your vestments. You've got your smart. Cl- Everybody's yes. obviously putting on their extreme smart, smart clothing. clothing. Yeah, don't think I've actually got any hair to comb. So no, yeah. you haven't. I'd love it if you just had one or two, just right at the top, the peak <laughs> of your conical head. Yeah. You don't have weapons. You think you can probably get away with your gauntlets because they're armour. Yes. And then finally we've got purple. When yep. the time comes, you're going to thrust your twin weapons into Buggy's hole. Is there yes. anything else you are doing during the day? Possibly Death Ward as per usual. I want to try and find out a bit more about those um, answers that we got, right? So not entirely. What do we know about Lashana? And where might I find information about her? Is there a servant that we can bribe? Is there a footman or a 
gardener role. Scaly has been round to Lashona's mansion. Lashona lives in called Mistwall Manor, which is inaccessible. A, a big old pile surrounded by a high wall. There's a gatekeeper at the door that mm-hmm. you have not encountered yourselves. You sent a little messenger around with a note, and that messenger returned yes. to say the gatekeeper had said she's not within, she's not at liberty to meet, and the recommendation was that you waited for the party. Yes. Scaly went round to see Lashona because he had met Lashona in the company of Rabadabadas when he had visited Frostanger 16 years ago on the quest to find Ilthane. And he'd met Lashona and Rabadabadas together and he returned to the manor to him subjectively only a couple of days later but in practice 16 years later and the gatekeeper recognised him said that Lashana was not around, was not within. In terms of why and what with Lashana, she is mentioned in Rabadabadas's notes that Eligos and co. found back at uh, Truespire Island as an ally. An ally of Rabadabadas trying to track down the Ebon Triad. Certainly your understanding from asking questions when you first arrived at Frostang is A, maybe more going on with her and Zeech than meets the eye, a bit of salacious gossip and understanding about their relationship, but also that she is mm. the hammer and the anvil for the Ebon Triad under Zeech's direction. She has been leading the crusade, if you like, against them. Right. Crusade against them being the Ebon Triad. Exactly, yes. Oh. I reckon Zeech is the, uh, the guy we met earlier at the beginning of the adventure. Chank Thankum. Chank Thankum. I reckon they're the same person. <laughs> Chank Thankum. Champion of the world. Well, that's something to be discovered when you get to the party. If you want to ask questions about Lashana, you can yeah. certainly find a member of staff at the Deluxury to bribe to ask questions of. Or the Deluxury is packed, especially on a day like today with the great and the good, some of whom are invited to the party, some of whom are not. Yeah, okay, well, let's try and pick up some rumours. What the rumours? Yeah, rumours. Yeah, yeah. yeah, with the rumours I can table. do rumours, I yeah. can do rumours. Um, and um, ask some questions Give about me a Lashana. charisma investigation check. I'm First super dice roll of the evening. 25. Wow. Okay. Quite Asking about Lashona, you chat to a couple of people at the bar in the Deluxury. I'm mm-hmm. going to charge you a single silver piece that you what? bribe a member of staff with in order to distract them from their duties and talk to you a little bit about whatever, one of the guests. When you ask about Lashana, they say, well, I don't know about Lashana, but I don't know that allowing the woodcutters such autonomy in the disposal of the dead is a great idea. Have you heard of this? No, tell me I've more. I've heard they're building an army of undead in the chambers below the boatyard, and they plan to use these monsters to stage a coup. I'm sure Prince Zeech knows what he's doing in letting them handle the disposal of the dead, but still. Luckily, he has got Lashona on his side, and she's a sound head on some square shoulders. Although their relationship... Right. <laughs> Who knows what? what's going on there? Well, young yes, people what, what have you heard? Determined... I would be surprised if they went to a line more ways than just professional. <laughs> okay. The boneyard isn't that where we went before. We've been there. There is a large boneyard, a large cemetery associated with the Temple of the Grey Woodsman in the centre of town. That's the town cemetery. Also right. about Lashona, you learn that she has been a frequent visitor to Frostanger for years and years. In fact, as far back as anyone can remember. Lashona has. I think what we're talking about here is somebody may say something like, well, then my father remembers her as a permanent fixture right. before Zeech's day. Right. And that she is a powerful wizard or sorcerer. Right. And that she may be touched by some otherworldly heritage that is, to a certain extent, the source of her power, but also the source of her zeal as she tries to track down the servants of evil chaos. Right. Hmm. So while, while Dan's That's doing That's not bad for a 16 bar. and a silver piece, I think. Yeah. 
Okay, and I'll try and pick his pocket to get my silver piece back. <laughs> Give it a shot. What is that, sleight of hand? Dexterity? No, not, sure. not, really. not really. Okay. Yeah, so while Dan's in the bar, I'm going to not really listen to what Dan's finding out, but basically use my newfound skill to just listen around the room. Oh, because of your see. language I'm thing. I'm assuming there are new people, yeah, because of this new language thing that I can understand everything. I'm assuming there are lots of people arriving from all right, over Right, so you're doing a GCHQ, is what you're saying. I'm just basically going to sit there and see if I can hear anything interesting. Give me a charisma investigation check. Bollocks to that. An eight. You hear all sorts of chatter. It's mostly around the fact that Zeech's great banquet has been undersubscribed by the great and the good and by the ambassadorial class, the representatives of all of the other kingdoms of this area that we call the Red Hand, the Great Wilderness. And that he may have have to pack out the numbers with some slightly less prestigious locals. One of them is talking about apparently Armhin has been issuing tickets left, right and centre. There is some chatter about how Zeech himself has been personally involved in directing the menu for the banquet. Anybody else want to ask some questions or do a bit of listening? You gave me two pieces of information that appeared to come from people who were already in Frostang. Yep. But I also will concentrate on our people who are obviously from outside and speaking foreign languages. You'd expect there to be representatives of the world collected here. Yes. I said that in a really weird way, but whatever. Yeah. That's surprisingly light on uh, Ah, non Frostanger people. So the actual fact, the information to. There may be some other languages, and you've you've met somebody already. You've met somebody here. I think they were called Toril, who is from another kingdom, who's come here for the for the gala. But it's not like the United Nations General Assembly. The bar of the the deluxury is quite local, with the smattering of some visitors. Maybe okay. So, which is effectively what you said in the first. That's right. Yes, I'm basically self-justifying my own improvised answer. Yeah. Any sign of the woman with the jewellery, i.e. Mother Maggie? No sign of Mahudril, which you believe is the name of the woman with the jewellery. Anything else? Anybody want to do anything else today Well, I have one thing, but this isn't necessarily specifically for now, but just a, yeah. uh, a wish. I have the feeling that it would be time to go to Isenfen and basically seek guidance right. as a monk. Right, fine. Well, the- How, what would be the best way of doing this. Well, teleport there if somebody will take you or you could walk yeah, there. And yeah, well, walking there seems to me to be like months. Well, <laughs> it would be a bit of a trek. Or you take the Crimson yeah. Spockhockter, if Marcus could be persuaded to lend you it. Let's park that I thought was... for the moment. We can talk about it another time, but maybe... Not going to happen today. Right, if you're not going to do it today, then let's not. Yeah, let's leave it. Yeah. Anything else? Anybody else want to do anything during the day? Snowy? Anybody going to go outside? Anybody going to walk the streets of Frostanger to just generally get the mood of the place? Is there a like um, a good aligned either a priesthood or a wizard's tower not aligned with the forces? Give me a the charisma tower? investigation check. Adding five to this. Good 18. enough for you to be pretty certain that there isn't the resource that you seek. Right. being a no but dm or a yes no, but dm fine. or whatever but nobody's like ah oh, you need to speak to uh wise steve yeah wise steve okay well i'll walk the streets trying to get a feel for the mood in the really? town yeah okay yeah. wow yeah can you I'll give do me that. charisma investigation no, a charisma perception check please i'm just as good at or that or an insight check just a straight insight check well that's 11 insight. okay oh i can do an insight check yeah, I got eleven. Okay, getting a thirteen. They're not emphatic numbers, but what I would say mm. is that there is something insincere about all of the jollity. Yeah, I think you mentioned mm. this. Last there is week. a hollowness in everything that you pick up on. I'm mm. getting the feeling that Zeech is not much like. Right, you do really wonder whether or not if this is celebrating in inverted commas two decades, <laughs> twenty years of what we're calling it Frexit. Mm severing the links between Frostanger and the rest of the uh, the Red Hand territories and any association with Evenstar, maybe it's a bit half-hearted. Yeah. Uh-huh. Okay. 
Yeah, it's going to be late. See, yeah. Should we say that five o'clock rolls around? Yeah. yeah you hear a sort of thundering, jogging thud outside the deluxury. Mm-hmm. And a golden coach draws up. It's shocking in its decadence. Think the great state coach, right? That kind of thing. Mm-hmm. But bigger mm-hmm. and more goldy. You can see plump, <laughs> plush, buttoned, purple couches within. The whole thing is pulled along by a group of four trolls that have been somehow spooned, shoehorned, piped into these ridiculously small footman's uniforms. And they're wearing those wigs. <laughs> those kind of Mozarty wigs that are too small, like balanced on their heads. They look deeply uncomfortable. The carriage itself is driven by a lanky, wide-mouthed man with black robes and a tall black top hat. And as the coach draws up outside the deluxury, a crowd kind of gathers because this is gawp time. If there were paparazzi, there would be paparazzi. The interior of the carriage is incredibly sumptuous. Gold lanterns burn pleasantly scented oil. There is a tray with several crystal decanters. Heavy set. No, not really. Just normal looking (laughs) crystal decanters. With wine, there are silver salvers of sweet meats. Looks like quite a bit of money has been spent on all of these complimentary items. The driver doesn't speak. Once you're all on board, you hear the whip crack. The trolls start lumbering forward building up pace they work their way through the center of frostanger they take you to royal island you take a right where you've always taken a left up towards zeech's palace this giant complex of buildings sitting on a promontory the highest point in the town the carriage turns into zeech reach and then it turns off through the great gatehouse into the courtyard of zeech's palace and as it does so the great gates of zeech's palace clang shut behind you and we will find out what happens in Seacher's Palace Uh, have you found out enough about the party and what's expected of you have you found out enough about your fellow guests when we pick things up no we don't know anything just want to bash something you never know (laughs) if we do an entirely role playing session next week there was too much dice rolling this time yeah I think so yeah it's just too much well, I could always start attacking guests at random next week. <laughs> the Billowing Hilltop podcast is a Billowing Hilltop production. Dungeons and Dragons is a trademark of Wizards of the Coast. The Prince of Red Hand and Age of Worms are copyright Paizo. The Prince of Red Hand was written by Richard Pett. Music is from Kevin McLeod and Incompetech.com and is used with thanks under the Creative Commons license. Additional music and sound effects come from the wonderful Sirenscape. All other original material is copyright Bellowing Hilltop. Role-playing games are all about getting people together and we use Roll20 as our tabletop, the perfect place to host your game and Discord to host our chat. Thanks for listening!